Hello and welcome to the 48th episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. So before we get into it, I'd like to say thanks for all the support spent on the podcast as of late. The podcast just hit 5,000 listens, which is crazy. The podcast episodes have been doing super well as of late. So thank you guys for listening in every day. And yeah, so don't. <laughs> Alright, so today I'm going to be going over all of the new balance changes that will be coming out with the new update. So these are not in the game yet, but they should be coming out in the next few days. Really depends when Supercell decides to release the update. My best guess is Wednesday or Thursday, but it definitely is possible it could get released in the weekend. I doubt it, but I mean, it's not been confirmed yet, so who knows. But yeah, so this would be a pretty good advantage to know the balance changes just because as soon as the update drops, you'll be able to know who's good and who's bad before other players do who haven't heard about the balance changes. So immediately you can go in and maybe use a brawler that just got buffed and is going to be really strong or avoid using the brawlers that just got nerfed. So yeah, it's definitely really nice that we get the balance changes before the update comes out so we can kind of like plan who to use and stuff. So yeah, let's go right into the episode after a short break. Alright, so this is actually my favorite set of balance changes in a really long time, mainly because this is going to shake up the meta a ton. They really were good with who to nerf, so basically all of the top brawlers got a pretty big nerf, and I feel like no one really knows who's actually going to be good in the meta, and who's going to be bad, just because a lot of the bad brawlers just got buffed and all the good brawlers got nerfed. So, yeah, this could really shake everything up a lot, and I expect to see a ton of changes in the rankings. So, yeah, first we'll go over the nerfs, then we'll go over the buffs, and then we'll go over the nerfs uh, and the buff slash reworks. So, yeah. So for the nerfs, the first one is 8-bit. So they decreased his main attack damage from 340 to 320. So that's 5.9%. So this is, all these are at uh, base level, by the way. So like level one, I couldn't find any for max level. But so this is a 5.9% damage uh, decrease. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like a ton, but if you think about it, it actually is a lot because... It's, uh, 8-bit shoots at, like, 6 or 7 lasers or something like that. And so this applies to every single one of the lasers he shoots out. So it's going to be a minus 20 damage on all 6 of the lasers. So that's, like, 120 less damage each attack, which, I mean, it's actually a pretty solid amount. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty big nerf to 8-bit. Obviously, I don't think he's going to become, like, a super bad brawler, but I don't think he's going to be as dominant as he is at the moment. So next up is BB. So two nerfs for BB actually. First, uh, decreased health from 4,300 to 4,200, which is 2.3%. And also decreased the uh, spitball damage from 1,000 to 900, which is a 10% nerf. So the health one, I mean, it's kind of pointless. I kind of feel like BB's just getting like a random like health tweaks it's not really going to make that big of a difference because the health isn't the thing about bb that's so strong and then the spitball one i think is going to be a little bit more impactful just because that uh like ball can do a ton of damage 
in the right scenario, if we're able to bounce it off a wall, and that's 10% less damage each time it hits. So yeah, this will definitely make BB slightly worse. I mean, I don't think it's going to like push BB out of the top 10. I still expect to see her pretty high up in the rankings. I mean, I guess if you really want to nerf BB, you got to nerf both of her star powers, which are super overpowered at the moment. I mean, I think like both of them need a 10% nerf, and then BB will be, kind of become middle of the road, maybe buff her damage and health back up a little bit so she's not horrible but yeah you kind of need to nerf those star powers if you're ever going to want to have a big impact on bb so next up is going to be piper so decreased attack damage at max range from 1640 to 1600 so that's a 2.4 percent nerf so i mean this isn't that big of a deal because once again i mean the Piper, like, this is kind of a bad nerf, I would say, because Piper, without her star powers, is actually really bad. I mean, she's one of those brawlers that you can push up pretty easily to, like, 600, no matter what the level is. But then after that, you kind of just hit a wall and you can't pass anywhere until you get the star powers. And that's because the star powers completely carry Piper. So a small damage nerf really isn't going to do much to Piper because... She already isn't too great with um, damage-wise without any star powers. So, I mean, obviously it might make her slightly worse, but I still expect her to be a top three brawler with star powers. I mean, without star powers, she's like bottom 10 or 5 even. So, yeah, I don't think this will be too impactful on the pro meta, but I could definitely see it have a decent impact in the lower trophies. So, next up, this is going to be like the biggest nerf. It's going to be Sandy, so decreased health from 4,000 to 3,800, so that's just a 5% nerf. Decreased healing wins healing from 3,000 to 200, not 3,000, 300 to 250 per second, so that's a 16.7% nerf. And decreased sandstorm duration from 12 seconds to 9 seconds, which is a 25% nerf. So the health, I mean, I don't think it's going to have that big of an impact, I mean, I can't think of any interactions that that will change. I mean, sure, there's probably, like, one or two small ones, but I don't think that this health nerf was really, like, necessary. I don't think it's going to impact anything at all. Um, the healing wins one 300 to 250. I still feel like no one used this star power because it's just, like, really solid to be able to, like, uh, prevent brawlers from hiding in bushes with that damage, and then also they can't heal, so, I mean, people just still use the damage star power despite it being so uh, low damage now, so I don't think that this one's that huge. I mean, I guess Healing Winds was decent, so I guess it kind of levels them out a little bit more, but I don't think that this one's going to impact Sandy, but this third one is kind of the game changer for Sandy. So 12 to 9 seconds on a super, that's 3 whole seconds. And I mean, sure, on paper, 3 seconds, not that long. But think about this. A Frank super, when you get stunned, that is 2 seconds. So that takes forever. So this is an extra second added onto that. So this is like a massive nerf down from Sandy. I mean, I still think he'll probably be... Like, at worst, middle of the pack, because obviously 9 seconds, it's still pretty solid. I mean, definitely not complaining about that, but this will definitely balance out Sandy more and make him out of the top 5, is my best guess. 
So that is all for the nerfs. Like they pretty much just nerfed like the four best brawlers in the game at the moment. So props to Supercell for having some good nerfs. So next up, we'll go on to the buffs. So for Brock, increased damage per second from Incendiary from 500 to 600. So this is a 20% buff. So, I mean, this one I don't really find to be too necessary because I guess the issue is this. It, the issue with this is in Heist and, in Heist and Siege, this is a super overpowered star power because... Now it's going to be at 1,200 extra damage each attack. So that's 3,600 extra damage if you burst out all three attacks. Which, like, in total, if you add up the incendiary and the three rockets, let's just say each of his do, like, around 1,500, that's going to be, like, 7,800 damage all at once, I believe. I mean, it's kind of rushing that in my head, but I think it's somewhere, like, seven to 8,000 damage with just three attacks or max range which is pretty overpowered i mean i guess the main issue is i'll come up with another there's another example of this like later in the balance changes but rocket number four you can't really nerf because like what are you gonna nerf about it the fourth rocket's damage or the, his reload speed or something i just don't really think there's a good way to nerf it so you kind of have to keep buffing incendiary so, I mean, now both of them are going to be pretty solid. Obviously, I would go with Rocket number four in, like, modes where you kind of want more control just because fourth attack is so big. Like, definitely Bounty, I'd go with it. Probably Brawl Ball as well. Also, probably Gem Grab. And I'd say even Showdown. So, yeah, I think now they're at least more balanced because both of them will be used. But, I mean, I feel like Incendiary might start to get a little overpowered in Heist. And I wouldn't be surprised if they... Uh, bring it down to maybe 550 or something. So next up, another crow buff. Enemies now do 20% less damage instead of 16% from extra toxic. So this is now definitely a significant amount. I feel like it's no longer something that you can ignore and you'll actually see you doing less damage. So, I mean, I can definitely see extra toxic being played more. I personally think I'm still going to go with carry and crow. But I'll have to see. 20% is a pretty solid chunk, and especially with Crow being so low HP, the less damage dealt to him, the better. So, I don't know. I feel like both of them could be solid. I'd probably still give the edge to carry him Crow, but I think that this one's getting pretty close to the correct spot it should be in. Maybe like a 2 or 3% more of a buff, and it should be pretty strong. So next up is going to be Daryl. So finally he gets a buff. Increased steel hoops, uh, shield damage reduction from two from 25% to 30%. So no, no clue why they nerfed this in the first place. When they nerfed it, Daryl already wasn't in the best spot. And now he was like dropped down to like bottom five arguably. So this will definitely boost him up. And then also rolling reload gets a rework. I mean, this is definitely one of the worst star powers. I would say they should rework mag Magic Puffs and Well-Oiled before this one, but I mean, I guess like their stats showed that no one ever used this one. Uh, but basically, Daryl doubles his reload speed for five seconds after using a super. So, I mean, obviously, this is going to be better than rolling reload because almost all of the time you're going to have all three attacks when you're using your super. I mean, I guess occasionally there could be some really like good plays you can make with rolling reel on like the high safe or something but it really just never was worth it to like get a few extra hits on the safe 
over a, a, like a 25% shield. So yeah, I think that like the faster reload speed, it's not going to be huge because I feel like if Daryl rolls on somebody, he's going to kill them. But maybe in Heist and Siege, it can help out. But overall, I still say Steel Hoops are going to be a better star power. And I'm pretty glad that they decided to buff it. So next up is going to be Nita. So increased health from 3,800 to 4,000, 5.3% health buff. And then they also increased the main attack damage from uh, 740 to 800, which is an 8.1% buff. So the health, I mean, this one is kind of small. I mean, obviously, the more health, the better. It just allows Nita to maybe survive an extra attack from a few brawlers. Probably nothing too significant, but, I mean, you never know. But then also, this 8.1% damage buff, I think it's going to be really solid for Nita. Mainly because I feel like the need has just kind of like slowly been falling down the like the rankings just because uh, more better brawlers are coming in. And I think that this new brawler, Ems, is going to shut out Nita and Spike and like basically any mid range brawler I think Ems will shut out. And then like probably won't do too well against tanks or long range, but mid range, I think Ems is going to dominate. So, yeah, I mean, they obviously have to kind of buff Nita because she's not going to do too well against M. So, I mean, I guess this is nice. Also, she, in the first place, that M's wasn't the best. So, I mean, this buff's definitely pretty well deserved. I mean, I guess another <laughs> nice boost, mainly for me, because I have a power level 8 Nita, is that uh, instead of doing 999 damage, she'll do, like, some extra, like, 60 or whatever the exact numbers at level 8, which is very good for one reason. Now I can finally six-shot boxes in solo showdown instead of having to wait a whole extra attack to do like six damage because they gave me 999 damage. So this is definitely going to help out a lot, just mainly in showdown with box interactions, what I'm most excited for. I mean, but overall, I think this will definitely help out Nita. I don't think this will rise her too much in the rankings, but I don't think she's going to fall either. So next up, G, an increased magic puffs healing from 300 to 400. This is a 33% buff. Okay, it's not going to do anything still. I mean, just, just don't use magic puffs. They really need to rework this because you don't want to be next to each other. I feel like the only time this could be useful is Duo Showdown, but Spirit Slap is just so much better. I really like to see a rework for this or a huge buff. I'm talking like 50% at least. So yeah, this star power just isn't good. This is definitely still not enough to make it usable. So next up um, is Poco. So increase the capo healing from 600 to 800. So this is also a 33% buff. So I'm not sure which one's going to be better now, the capo or screeching solo. I think they're both going to be pretty solid because... Obviously, Screeching Solo is pretty much unpreventable damage. They're like They can't like dodge or anything, obviously, because of how big the range is. And also, a lot of the times, it's going to help Poco get the final bit of damage to burst down a Brawler. So, I mean, Screeching Solo, obviously, super strong. But then Decapo now, if he spams all three attacks, that's 2,400 health to uh, teammates. So, yeah, that's actually going to be pretty huge. I could see this one being used pretty often in 3v3s where you're playing with tanks. But, obviously, Solo Showdown, you're still going to go Screeching Solo. I'd also, 
Yeah, I, uh, I mean, actually, I think the Capo might kind of just break even with Screeching Solo. I'd say they'd both be usable, and neither one would be too strong. So, yeah, now that I think about it, I think that this would be a pretty solid change. So, next up, for Spike, increase Fertilize Healing from 600 to 800 per second. So, this is a 33% buff as well. So, this is kind of insane. So, if you guys don't remember, before all these second star powers, Fertilize was top 10 easily, potentially a top 5 best star power in the game, just because of how important that health was to Spike. But then when Curveball came in, it kind of just got overshadowed and slowly been getting buffed. Because obviously, once again, like I told you, I was going to come up with another example of star powers that can't really nerf. Another one is Curveball, because like I don't really know what you're going to do. By nerfing curveball, I can't really think of a great way to do it. So yeah, this one is going to be interesting. I could really see Fertilize being pretty high up on the like star power rankings and potentially boosting Spike up. I mean, I could actually see it being used over curveball more often than not now. I mean, obviously curveball, you can't dodge it, so it's always going to be overpowered. But I could definitely see Fertilize being pretty solid. That's going to allow Spike to heal up to, like, full health in three or so. Not three, like, four or five seconds. So, yeah, I think that this is a really good change. Yeah, just watch out for Fertilize. I could definitely see it becoming a top star power in the game, depending on, like, if people decide to use it over Curveball or not. So, yeah. I think this might be kind of like a Nita buff because obviously M's is going to be super strong. This is another reason why I really have no clue who's going to be the best brawler in the game. Because I was thinking, oh, Spike was near the top of the rankings and he just got a buff. Maybe he'll be pretty high up. But no, I don't think he's going to get any higher in the rankings because M's is going to shut him out. So yeah, I don't really know yet. So this is like super interesting. Alright, so the final buff is Penny, so this one's pretty basic. Increased man attack damage from 840 to 900, which is a 7.1% buff. So, I mean, Penny kind of needs a good amount of damage because really the only modes you would, you would see her in would be, uh, obviously, Seed, she's really good in. And then you'd occasionally see her in Heist, but you really wouldn't see her played anywhere else. So I think that this is definitely a really solid change because obviously Penny not used that much. So yeah, I mean, this is going to help me out because Penny's like my worst brawler. I, do, I just don't like her. So yeah, I'm pretty excited for these changes. So that's going to be it for the nerfs. And now we have the buffs and nerfs brawlers. Hello and welcome to the outro segment of the podcast. So, once again, thank you for 5,000 listens. We're also uh, approaching episode 50, which is pretty cool. Uh, leave a review with any suggestions that you like want me to do for the 50th episode. We just want it to be like a normal one. Or if you want to see something spell, I don't know, like a box opening or a collab or something like that, just be sure to let me know. So, um, yeah, also speaking of reviews, uh, just checked. I do not have any new five-star reviews, but if you'd like to get shouted out on the next episode of the podcast, leave a five-star review and I'll read it on the next episode. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty much going to be it for this episode. Don't really think I have any other important announcements. So yeah, see you in the next episode of the podcast.